Oh. Becky, Becky and Cam hotline. <laughs> Hi, hurry up. This is Becky speaking. Cam is also on the line. What's your problem? Hi there. Hey. <laughs> Becky and Cam hotline. Welcome to the Becky and Cam hotline. How exciting. That was really good the way you did that. Thank you. I was trying to do like a UFC kind of like. Yeah. Yeah. That's the vibe I got. It was real ring caller. Yeah. Have you ever thought about um, getting into either barking for the UFC or boxing or perhaps even just like the circus? Well, you know I have a circus background. Yeah, yeah, I, like, I regret bringing it up, actually. We I both know, do. I know that we both have our problems with the circus and industry. circus folk and the industry. Yeah, because it's really political. It's all who you know, it's all who you blow. Yeah, and, like, you can sometimes blow someone and go nowhere in the circus. In fact, most times... Yeah. Most times you blow someone, you hang out with them, you eat them out and stuff, and then... Uh, and then you find out they were just attending the circus. Yeah, and you're like, well, what the hell? Or yeah. they're like the guy that sweeps up the peanuts or whatever the fuck. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. I'm just so over that. Like, I used to love being in the circus and I met a lot of friends Yeah. in the circus and yeah. um, I, like, grew as a person at the circus, but mm. recently I've just come to, like, really want to distance myself from that whole thing because it can be really super toxic. <laughs> so and now you're more, like, into stand-up comedy and yeah. podcasting and Yeah, like, I was like just, that. like, going to take that comedy element that comes from the circus. Yeah. Um, and the rapport that I have with people, like, sure. come get your tickets, come get your tickets. Yeah, because you weren't a performer, we should clarify, yeah. uh, in the circus you were selling tickets and popcorn. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I was sort of like hurting people. Yeah, going, come on, guys. Yeah, come on, come all, and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I was more sort of like you in, were up in the sky and up in on the trapeze and uh, the yeah. high wire. And uh, yeah. I famously I did the high wire without a safety net, and that's how I broke every <laughs> single bone in my neck. <laughs> all my vertebrae shattered yeah. and have been replaced. Yeah. But I don't know why I'm telling you this. You already know. I was there. You were there. By your bedside. <laughs> yeah. I was there at the accident too, though I have been cleared of criminal charges. Yeah. I like, you know, you need pliers on you for all sorts of stuff. Yeah. Wait, wait a second. We, were you accused or was there talk? I remember you, there was like all this dumb gossip Facebook That you had that loosened had the high wire yeah. and cut it. I mean, I was... Yeah, you were really out of it. I was out of it, yeah. So I kept you kind of away from that gossip. Thank you for that. You're a really good friend. But, um, yeah, there were huge – there were things circulating around – because, you know, they thought I was jealous of you, which I wasn't. Like, if – You like selling tickets. Yeah, I like selling tickets. Like, why would I be jealous of you when I've got my own thing going on? Yeah. And, like, why would I be jealous of you because you're getting claps and cheers and stuff and I'm being spat on, kicked and abused daily? Sure. Like, why would – like, I'm my own person and I don't get jealous because, like, jealousy – it's just dumb, like, to be jealous. I'm just sitting here thinking about it, listening to that clearly jealous tone in your voice and thinking, did you snip the high wire? No. Okay. I wasn't. I was using it to snip um, anklets off punters who'd come to the circus wearing anklets because, you know, they piss me off. (laughs) Okay. All right. So let's just move on. All right, moving on, moving on. I've had a, um, I've had an embarrassing week. Why? I... We're, look, we're, we're in the middle of what is commonly called a lockdown mm. at the moment. And so I'm spending a lot of time inside mm-hmm. my apartment. 
And then every now and then I go for a little walk around the block to not go crazy. Mm. And you've been in my apartment. You mm-hmm. know the layout of my building mm-hmm. and the, the ins and outs of yeah. the blueprint. So I like to go down the fire escape as opposed to using the um, elevator. Yeah, because it makes you think you're back in 9-11. Yeah, it makes <laughs> you think like this is what it would be like yeah. if I was in a dangerous situation mm. like 9-11. Yeah. I know where all the entrances and exits are. Yeah. I know where the meeting points are. Yes. I can slide down this rail really fast. Yeah. I'll be the first out the door. Yes. <laughs> it makes me feel special. And you've been down that fire escape. Yeah. It's all concrete and stuff. So I go down that quite a bit. And uh, it's my space. Mm-hmm. There's never anyone in there. You feel that it's being used by other people. Well, I was just kind of going down it, minding my own beers, heading towards ground floor, singing, as is my Singing, want. girl, put your records on. <laughs> I was singing, hey, yeah, yeah, hey, hey. <laughs> I said, hey, what's going on? Some guy's like, um, not much. Yeah, well, there, <laughs> well, there was someone in there, um, but I didn't notice her. Oh, you farted. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm like, where's this going? Reverberation. <laughs> Thinking you're alone. <laughs> and it's polished concrete yeah. in there, so it's like... The, the sound acu- never dies. The acoustic... <laughs> It's acoustically built to make a fart last for infinity. And and I've been, I just didn't even think. I was just like, yeah, I'm in my, this is an extension of my apartment. Yeah. No one's ever in here. I'm bounding down the steps and just the loudest expulsion of gas. (gasps) And it was like, (laughs) it was like in a cathedral, just echoing up and down and then I rounded the corner and there was just a girl sitting on the steps on her phone and she just (laughs) oh no and she just like looked up at me like you shocked (laughs) (laughs) and I just like kept bounding past her I just made the choice in that split second you can't slow down you just have to keep on jogging down the steps that is so embarrassing I, I have to see her around I haven't seen her yet but I reckon I'll probably just I'll always be on the lookout. Okay, for this you know girl. what you need to do. This is the time where you start introducing the concept of having loud, um, squeaky shoes. <laughs> so I send an email out to the whole building. Just, yeah, like go extra hard uh-huh. and um, go around to everyone's place and be like, "Hey, um, I lost a pair of shoes. You might, you might see them because uh, they've got a really defining um, feature. They make a really loud fart noise when you wear them. They're you guys like, might have heard them around the building. <laughs> yeah, you- you might have thought you saw heard me fart, but I was actually wearing these shoes and I've lost them. And then, like, I think if- someone's stolen them because they're actually really popular in Japan. Yeah. Talk about how they're really popular and, like, ask if you can go through their apartment and have a look for them. Put up, like, signs for the shoes and, and send, like, make sure you mention oh that God. they make it, you know, like, go really hard. Yeah, they make a huge, it sounds kind of like. Well, it's been described as a fart. Yeah, like a natural fart. But like in a cool way, <laughs> like in a trendy way. And like all the K-pop crowd, guys wear them crowd and Crowdfund to get money to put an ad on primetime TV for <laughs> these fake fart-sounding <laughs> shoes. Okay. So, and then maybe I'll go even harder. I think there's a database on the building, like uh, intranet, with everyone's, like everyone's faces and stuff. Yeah. So I'll just find where she lives and I'll knock on her door and go, hey, um... <laughs> Hey, you don't know me and we've never met or anything, but I, I don't know if you saw my email go around about my uh, fart shoes. They're called boomers. Like, I know you've seen them because I remember you were sitting in the hall once and when I was, I was wearing them. excited about 
wearing them and trying them out and I was sprinting down the stairs and it, it let off one of its signature yeah. kabooms. <laughs> and I remember like distinctly thinking, ha ha ha, that girl probably thinks I farted. But I did it. I, I was wearing not. the fart shoes. <laughs> That's a great idea. Yeah, I think that's the only way out of this. All right, I'm going to do it. Thank you so much. No worries. I needed help there. Oh, that was great. Oh, man. You're really good at giving advice. Thanks. I think we should take that skill and mm-hmm. somehow use it um, for, via a podcast. For the very podcast that we host. Holy Whereby hell. we give people advice. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's, Let's go to our hit first it. Call. Hi, Becky and Cam. So my stepdad used to stage manage a bunch of comedy shows and he actually knows a few comedians and in the past um, my mum and stepdad, my partner and I have gone to comedy shows where prior to the show we've been able to go out for dinner with the comedian because they're friends with my stepdad. But this time they've bought us all tickets to go and see a very famous comedian who I love. I'm not going to say who it is but um, he's also said that we might be able to go out with this comedian beforehand for dinner. And I am a huge fanboy of this person and they're probably a lot less social than the previous person we went out with. And I'm just wondering how I should interact with this person to not come across as like annoying or fanboying and just make sure they're not uncomfortable Um, because it's quite intimidating and I'm not sure what to do. Thank you. Who do you reckon it is? Famous comedian who's not... um will have to be someone not international. Yeah, who's, like, not very social. Carl Barron? Oh, I the, wonder if it is Carl Barron. But there's no way that Carl would say yes to a dinner before him. Unless it's, like, part of some deal where they're like, you've got to go hang out. Could be Sasha Baron Cohen. Oh. That's interesting. It could be Sasha Baron Cohen. In which case... doing gigs. I'd love an invite. Yeah. You know what? Your stepdad in the biz... Uh, you know, knows famous comedians is hooking up these big gigs and stuff like that. And it's like, yeah, you're a fan of our show, clearly. Yeah, clearly. And we are two of the like, funniest, you know, the funniest best and most original Australian comedians currently working on the circuit today. Yeah, and yet you don't seem to want to get dinner with us. Yeah, because, I mean, yeah, sure, maybe you'll go out for dinner with Carl Barron or Sasha Baron Cohen or whoever it is, but... You could be having dinner with us and we are like maybe not as famous as those guys, but But we would know how to have a good dinner. It would be a great dinner. We'd pick the entrees. Having dinner with those two guys is not gonna be fun. No. God no. It's just like there's just too much of a divide. They don't care. They're both kind of known for being shy and and not really outgoing, whereas me and Cam are great dinner guests. Like we bring anecdotes to the table, Uh we'll make you feel special. Yep, I'll hire a musician to come over and surprise you and sing a song about you and stuff like that. Yeah, I'll probably like start crying about something and then be like, sorry, sorry, I cried, sorry. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I'll probably um, pretend that I'd that I don't have stomach troubles for the whole night, mm. but the whole time I'll be sweating and stuff and yeah. constantly saying, I'm just going to go for a quick walk around the block and then walking towards the bathrooms. Yeah. That's kind of the main thing yeah. that we'll do. And that'll be fun. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't I, – I, so what? what's the question? I think the question is I've, I'm going out for dinner with a famous comedian. And I don't know what to do. I don't want to look like a preening, awkward, nervous fanboy in front of them. My biggest thing would be to not try and go too hard the other way and be like, I'm going to be try and be too cool. Oh, and my like, God. Because people always do that. Like, 
they they think you think you're a big deal, so they they treat you meanly yeah. instead of just being kind of like, hey, I'm a big fan, like I love your stuff, and then being normal. Imagine like, going to uh, like being like meeting your hero and sitting down for dinner with them, and the waiter comes over and is like, what would you like for dinner? And then you go. Oh, uh, yeah, she'll probably order a pile of shit. Yeah, because she's a fucking idiot. she's fucking stupid. She sucks. She's a slut. <laughs> um, Did I ever tell you about when I met, um, I can't remember if I've told you, but I've definitely never told it on the podcast. I, When I was a teenager, I really loved that band Empire of the Sun. Do you remember mm-hmm. Empire of the Sun? Mm-hmm. They were like this rave. Walking on a dream. That's exactly That's like, it. Yeah. Ravey, dancey, like indie stuff. Their singer, Luke Steele, used to be in Sleepy Jackson. I love them as well. And um, when I was 18, I was playing in a band and we were booked on this all day festival in Newcastle. And we were on like really early in the day at mm. like 11 o'clock. But Empire of the Sun were headlining at like 11 p.m. Mm. And so I was like, I'm going to try and meet Luke Steele. This should be easy. We're both artists. Yeah. We're both we like, both got the wristband. We both got the wristband. You know, we both got access to backstage. But when I got there, they had they clearly for all the like young shit bands, they were like, "Yeah, as soon as you're done, just get out just of here. Just go, get the hell out of here." We've got Josh Pike coming through. We've got you know all these bigger yeah. bands. And so I made this decision that I was going to stay in the backstage all day for mm. like twelve hours. <laughs> Rolling out from underneath the couch. <laughs> hey, Luke. <laughs> so I could meet him. Yeah, just all my friends and the guys in my band just went out and enjoyed their day yeah. and were like watching bands and drinking you hid and in stuff. A cupboard. I was like just sitting on an esky <laughs> oh. under a tent waiting for Luke Steele to show up. And then finally, like, met him. And I don't know what I thought was going to happen, really. Like, what did I think yeah. the best case scenario is that I'm like, oh, hey, yeah, I'm, I was on at 11. Like, yeah. we're the same. You so, yeah, yeah. You kind of like when you're going to meet a celebrity, you feel like they're going to be like, "You've got it." Oh my god! And like god. they're going to extend what they have towards you, and then uh, you're going to be lifted up. But, but it doesn't impossible. happen. They it's don't impossible. care. Like they've got their own shit going on. Yeah, and he's like, "I've been you, and I'm yeah. beyond that now." Yeah, and I don't want to pl- look at you because yeah. you remind me of my past. <laughs> you were playing at eleven o'clock. I was still in bed at eleven o'clock. Yeah, in Perth. I was getting sucked off. Yeah, I was getting sucked off by a supermodel. Mm. Or you were like. Drinking a warm solo. Yeah, and running away from the backstage. <laughs> and I tent. met him. I find I kind of met him sort of very briefly. It was such a. I'm so embarrassed when I look back on it because I waited like all day, and then he showed up. I don't know if you remember that what they used to dress like that band, but they're like mm. full glam, like yeah, makeup and skinny jeans, and feathers. It was always like a feather, big like headdress coming up in the air, um, and I like went over to him. And I was like, hey, Luke, I'm Cameron. Um, I'm one of the bands. You probably caught my set. <laughs> no, I didn't say that. <laughs> I didn't say that. But I was like, oh, I'm in one of the bands that was on earlier. I just want to say I'm a big fan of yours. I've loved your work since the Sleepy Jackson. I think you're one of the great, like, Australian songwriters. Mm. And he just went, cool. And then I was like, I've waited 11 hours for oh this. Oh, my God. And I, and I, and I like, sh- started scrambling because you don't know what to happen, what's going to happen next when you're like, I've put all of this out there and I've got nothing back. Yeah. What do I do? Like, I love your lipstick. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know what to say. I just started commenting on, because they're like, Rody was laying out food and drinks behind him. And I was like, that's a pretty big rider you've got there. Oh. And he was like, yeah, yeah. Like just looking around for anyone You're else like, to talk strawberries. to. strawberries. <laughs> <laughs> I, I literally went like, what kind of sandwiches have you got? And he went, um, do you want a sandwich? And I went, 
oh yeah, I'll have a sandwich. And he <laughs> mouth went, so dry. <laughs> yeah, like this so dry. He reached out and grabbed like a pre-wrapped sandwich and went like, here you go, and handed it to me. And I went, what's on it? And he went, he went, I think tuna or something. And I went, oh, no thanks. Oh. And then he just put it down on the table and just turned around and started talking to someone else. And I was like, that was all day. Whoa. I waited all day to turn down a tuna sandwich from this guy that was wow. my hero. Humiliating. Yeah. What did you do then? Just went out and watched their set. Can't remember a single thing. You just when you're embarrassed, like you, <laughs> when you're embarrassed and you pretend to do the normal thing, but you're burning, like your whole face is burning and everything is just white noise, and you're just smiling. Yeah. <laughs> Friends are like, "Oh, did you meet him?" You're like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really nice guy. Yeah, really nice guy." Yeah, it was cool. I had to come out here though because I wanted yeah. to catch their set, and I told him I would. I but... said, I'd, "I said I watched their yeah. set." Far out, guys. Yeah, yeah. What have you guys been doing? Like trying to blink back tears. <laughs> humiliating. Oh. And that could be you if you're like yeah. going out for dinner with this comedian hero of yours. Yeah, so. I do. Like I know it's such an overused thing, but like the meeting your heroes thing, it's people are like famous people. They really are just people and they've put out this thing and you put so much onto them and, you know, so much of their art has like got – gotten into you and 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 becomes a, ref- a reflection of you and like there's just no way they can possibly live up to this person that you think they are yeah. like maybe they can with their friends and the per- people they have natural connections with but like you're ne- you probably won't get a real taste of the genius that you get through their art okay how about this option then this is a comedian all a comedian ever wants is for something crazy to happen around them that they can then steal true. and tell as a story yeah true what if you Go hard, go, go psycho, shit. go ape shit. <laughs> True. Walk in, pick up the entree off someone else's table, fling yeah. it at the waiter. Get two baguettes, pretend to be an insect. <laughs> <laughs> act like a cat all dinner. Yeah, act like a cat or go into the kitchen, take the chef's hat. Yeah. Run around with it. Put your whole face in your meal and blow <laughs> bubbles. Just constantly pulling out crazy yeah. things. And then say something crazy like, I tried to kill myself yesterday. <laughs> and <laughs> like, ev- like just go flip between every single personality you have. Yeah. And then next year when they're working on a show, mm. go check it out so and uh, see, see, if you're in there. see how you end up. Yeah. And then wait for them backstage and be like, hey. And be like, hey, what the fuck? You just talked about me. <laughs> Defamation, bro. <laughs> sue them. Sue them. Yeah, sue them. Win the lawsuit. Um, um, buy a big Jaguar. Yeah. And Pull up beside them and then <laughs> flick a cigarette out the window and said, "You should have, you should have recognised that I was, I was the good one. I'm the genius. Yeah, that I'm cool. I'm the cool one. <laughs> I'm the genius, and you're dirt. Yeah, you suck now because I have a Jaguar <laughs> <laughs> and I smoke." <laughs> so yeah, that's our advice. Yeah, it's good advice. Act crazy, yeah. sue, get a Jaguar, start smoking. It's good advice. Yes, perfect. Okay, yeah. on to our next call. <laughs> hey guys, I was recently at the park with my dog at the same time reputable comedian Cameron James was. I said to my partner, hey, I think that's Cam James. And with no subtlety and the highest possible level of reverb, my partner screamed, oh, you should just go ask him, hey, are you Cam James? Um, It was humiliating. This has come up before and being subtle, observantly bitchy, it's a huge part of my personality. And he's nearly outed me several times. What can I do? 
I freaked out that you were going to be the girl that I farted near when you said you lived near me or something. I'm like, oh, God, is she going to say? Oh, no, is she going to know about my fart shoes? Oh, yeah, sorry. I mean, my fart shoes, (laughs) you know. So I just want to say if you did hear any crazy noises in the park that day, it's a really cool pair of shoes called Boomers and they're hopping off online at the yeah, moment. and they're about to get bought by Yeezy. Yeah, Yeezy said he wanted them because they were so fire. They're so cool. <laughs> and the sound is to boot. Um, so your boyfriend is unsubtle and you are subtle, subtle and you don't know if that makes you a good match. Is I that f- the gist of it? Yeah, I feel like that's a lot of couples though. I think I'm not very subtle. Like My boyfriend's quite subtle. Like He'll be like, oh. That person over there, and I'm like, what? I, I and I, like, yeah. I turn my head. I'd say your boyfriend is low key. Yeah. You're high strung. Yeah, but you need that in a guitar to make. Yeah. Really good. <laughs> so if it's that's a really good point too, because if it's too low key people, yeah. um, what that sound like on a guitar? It's a bass. Yeah. Boring. Boring. But if it's too high, it's like Yeah. And that sucks too. That sucks. So you need that combo. Mm. Um and possibly that's a good thing for you and your partner, you know. Um, you know, why don't we role play it? Let's see okay. what a day in the life of this couple is like. Okay. Where are we? We are walking back from the dog park. We've okay. just seen Cameron James there, okay. which isn't weird at all. Yeah. But, uh, and that we come across something else weird. We come across a, uh, well, we'll find out in the okay, scene. We'll which one do you want to be, low key or high strung? I can strung? be high strung. Yeah. I can try. Okay. So I'm the, I'm you caller in this scenario. Okay. Okay. Um, hey, I was thinking. Ah, I'm so hot. Yeah, it's getting I feel warm. Like I've like really, really picked up a sweat. I'm like stinking. Like I've got sweat running down my legs. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's. I stink. It's getting hot. I was just thinking we could, um, on the way home, we could go to that cafe and get those cronuts. No, I hate that cafe. The girl's a bitch. I think she's nice. She's so rude. She has a huge wart on her forehead. She's in a wheelchair. Yeah, and her wheels make squeaking noises and it's annoying. I can't concentrate on my laptop. You know I'm working on a screenplay. Right, okay, so we don't have to get cronuts if you want, but I, I would like to get a coffee. Do you want another coffee? Coffee? Yeah, Yeah. I think I need another coffee. I'm feeling really tired. Really, really tired. You seem It's like I cannot awake. wake up today. Right. Um, oh, my God. <sighs> what? Oh, my God. What? Look over there. What? Look Where? Just Where? Sh- what? Sh- Cameron. No, shush. Ca- Shush, just calm down. Just Look. please tell me, why are you shushing me? Well, you know how... I'm, I don't like to be shushed. Becky, I'm pointing in the direction I want you to look at and for some reason you're just looking at my hand everywhere I move my hand. Okay. You're not looking in the direction. Okay, I'm about to turn my head and look you're at what you're pointing at. You're just looking at the end at. of my okay. finger. Okay, okay, look at what I'm pointing at. Look at that. Oh, one. my God. Calm, calm down, calm down. Oh, my God. Calm down, calm down. Calm down. Do you see that? Yes. Oh, my God. That's crazy. That is... <laughs> Carl Barron and Sasha Baron Cohen hanging out Carl! together. No, don't yell, Sasha! Out, don't yell out their names. What? Don't yell out what? their names. No, they're coming over. No, I don't. They're not coming over. They're just ignoring. Guys, come over no, here. Don't, don't, My should, boyfriend's a huge fan. Don't say anything. What? Don't. Why? Like they're clearly filming their new Netflix show together, which is okay. Where well, Carl, let's go Carl over. plays Carl and Sasha plays a variety of characters. Okay, well, I just want to know what's going on. I don't want to go. I just want to stand oh, here and watch. You're so, like, what? withdrawn. And, like, you never fight for what you believe in. 
You have to Hang on, it. how did you get there from me asking you to lower your voice? How did it become like because about me not? I know that you want to be like a TV guy, and there's a TV show being made over there with two of your heroes. Yes, Carl and Sasha. Carl and Sasha, and you just like are standing there like a whimpering little wimp. What the hell? Where is this coming from? Just... I just offered to buy you a cronut and a coffee, and now you're calling me whimpering. Yeah, like, and you don't ever like just put yourself out there. And I'm saying, put yourself out there. You're saying it. You're not even saying it. You're yelling it. Yes, because you need to be inspired. Oh you need god! To be, oh god! What? They're looking over this way, okay. and I think don't, don't, guys. We're interrupting a take of guys, theirs. Guys, Borat, my wife. You will <laughs> never get this. You will never get this. Can you please stop? What? They're in the middle I'm of filming being a scene. Really funny right now. Like, it's not a comedy. They're making a drama. So in the in the drama comedy. series that they're making, Carl's wife died of um. Feline AIDS. Really? Yeah, she caught feline AIDS and Sasha plays a variety of different characters that cycle through his life and help him get over the death of his wife from AIDS. Okay, cool. Feline well, I've got AIDS. a really good thing, a suggestion. What? Maybe um, it's she She starts acting like a cat. Like maybe she starts um, like like licking her pussy and like or she starts like doing funny cat things what like f- like you- knocking vases over and stuff and that injects a bit of humor into the com into the whoa, drama whoa 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 whoa, what? whoa what they're talking to each other i think i'm getting through to them oh my god it looks like you are i'm a getting bit. through to them i'm seeing them take notes oh my another god. funny thing that cats do is they have nine lives so maybe it could be like maybe she comes back maybe she comes back and then it's like they, there's nine possible movies Fuck, like, I'm, writing just, that down too. I'm just freestyling here. There's more in the tank. Speaking of freestyling, you're a pretty good freestyle rapper. Yeah. Why don't you do that okay. as well? Hey, y'all, check it out. Check it, Sasha Baron. Uh, okay, wait, wait, wait. I need a warm up. <laughs> Give me a beat. Boom. Ba-da, boom. Boom. Da, you got Borat. You got Carl Barron. They're two great guys in the industry. Now they're together. What could go wrong? It's not like they've been mishmashed and it's. Yeah, like, whatever. I'm putting myself out there. I think they liked that as well. That's weird. This is crazy. I, I think know. How is it that I'm the guy who wants to be a TV guy mm. and I'm low-key, but you're this high-strung freak and I, I somehow just, you're getting ahead in this yeah, industry? Yeah, I've just been, like, listening to a lot of podcasts and they're just saying, like, put yourself out there, like, no matter what, no matter what people say or the way they react, just keep going, keep fighting, keep believing in what you believe in and trust yourself and know that who you are is actually the best possible version no matter what (laughs) so yeah like i'm not gonna shy away i'm gonna let myself shine i'm gonna be free to be me i'm gonna smile when others frown i'm gonna turn frowns upside down i'm gonna smile oh we need another (laughs) freestyle Okay. Yeah. Um, well, let's let's call that, that the end of the scene. Um, <laughs> I think that was really good, yeah. and I think that we learned a few lessons there. Um, the big lesson that I took away from it is that sometimes you need a partner who will speak up and go to bat for you and yell out for things that you are keeping on the inside. Yeah. So, like, maybe you did want to say th- something to Cameron. Yeah. And whilst that initial. Um, reflex to be subtle is appreciated sure and it's good to know we have fans who like think two steps like Mm -hmm. they just don't do the first thing that comes into their mind (laughs) um you know perhaps it would have been fun to see and talk to Cam. that would have been a fun thing to do and your partner just wanted you to like go for it a bit more 
And that's something you can take into your next interaction when I inevitably get harassed by you at the park in a week or two. Um, The other lesson I took away from that is that, like, high, highly strung, annoying, like, shrill pains in the asses (laughs) do get attention by the media Mm. and rise the ranks in the industry. Yeah, every single bit of media is a loud, shrill woman (laughs) telling other women to just be themselves, and it seems to be working. (laughs) It seems to be working, and that's awesome. That's something that we we need in this life. we love that. Um, So hopefully that helps. (laughs) Hopefully that was helpful to you. Thanks so much for calling. Let's go to our next caller. Hey, Becky and Cam. Love the podcast. Becky, I'm reading your book at the moment, and I love that too. So I have a bit of a dilemma. We have quite an annoying housemate and he just moved out, which is great. But as he was moving out, his best friend was helping him and his best friend was so hot, like such a babe. And I feel like we had a moment in the hallway. Anyway, this annoying housemate invited me to come to a gig with him next week, which I wasn't going to go to. But now I know that that hot friend will also be there. So should I endure the annoying friend for a chance to see the hot friend again? Or should I just cut ties now? Thanks. Bye. Having a bit of trouble with your mic? No, and don't read into it. When what? you see the mic drooping down, it's not it's like, like a, your penis. It's not a metaphor for my penis going flaccid or for me having like erectile, erectile. issues or anything. Like I've that. already seen it like that, and I can't unsee it. Yeah, so. I know. It's really hard for you to unsee it. Like, yeah. it look, it, and just because you tell me to do something because you've seen it as well doesn't mean it's I've clocked out it. I know it's an emasculating image when my microphone droops down. Mm. Doesn't mean that. That's what comedians think. They think they can just say the bad things about themselves and no one else is allowed to have that opinion. Yeah, and that's partly why I became a comedian so that I can get get ahead ahead of everyone and I can say, hey, you might be about to say something mean, but I've already thought it. And much worse. And I've said it in a funnier way. I've said it in a funny way. And now I'm going to make fun of your shirt, dipshit. Yep. And your stupid little beard. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and that's part of why. And everyone's going to be laughing at me. You and I are some of the great comedians in this country. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. anyway back to the task at hand. <laughs> yes. So this is about whether you put up with an annoying friend in order to get to the goal that is the hookup. Yeah. Um, access to a hottie, but the you- access is granted only by an annoying friend. The annoying person often does hold the key. Yeah, they because hot hot people often surround themselves by ugly and annoying people. Yeah, to so, make themselves shine. To make themselves shine, to make themselves look more impressive, and also to have like a fortress around them at all times. Yes. Because we're all clamoring for a fucking hottie. Yeah. Every single one of us in the world is like looking at a beautiful person thinking, you know, I would love to go right and stand right next to them yeah. and look but, right at their face. But I'm going to talk to their friend for 40 minutes <laughs> and get to know them first. Yeah, and Smart. then maybe at the next party mm. I'll be like a little one step closer to the hottie. Yeah. And so forth and so forth. It's a it's a really beautiful technique that they've done. Yeah. Hot people. Um but have you ever have you ever like even like not even romantically but just put up with an annoying person to get to the person you want to talk to um yeah Mm. heaps of times Mm. there's been so many situations where you're in a you're at a party or you're at a dinner and you find yourself stuck next to someone you don't like that much but you're like i have to endure this because in an hour or so i'll be closer to the people that i enjoy yeah um that's a lot of our 
life. A lot of our life is enduring things. You want to talk to about three or four people at the party, Mm -hmm. but the whole night is having terrible conversations till you can reach the safety of the person you want to be with. I was at a a house party before all this lockdown stuff happened and I was stuck talking to one of my friend's boyfriends that I don't know that Mm. well. And I I got stuck with him for like half an hour and I kept, I did every possible out that you can use in one of these parties. Like I was like, I'm going to go get a drink from the fridge. And Mm. he was like, I'll come with you. Mm. And then I was like, I'm going to go to the bathroom. And he was like, I need to piss too. And I was like, all right, I'm going to go to the balcony. And he'd be like, yeah, I could get some fresh air. (laughs) Like he followed me. I I used every out and he he was onto it. Far out. I know. What do we do? I hate it when they're onto it. I know. Because of course they are because it's happened to them their whole life. So they're like, <laughs> in their mind, they're like, when you get to a party, you don't let them. Like They know all of it. They know the bathroom trick. They know the balcony trick. Yeah. Like To them, that's what a party is, is not allowing someone to escape. <laughs> that's so true. <laughs> They've got a different objective at a party. Yeah. It's like you cling and you stay by their side. Every like, party I go to, just everyone's yeah. always zipping around. Yeah, and- people love fresh air. That's three <laughs> things about people love about parties, fresh air. Yeah, pissing, getting another drink. <laughs> yeah, it's it is really tough. I think. Um, look, I don't know where you live in this country. So, and look, we're living in crazy times. Everything could be locked down in mm. a month or so. Just do it. Put up with it. Go out there. Hang out with this annoying ass ex housemate of yours, yeah, and hook up with the hottie. And yeah, show that like treat it like a challenge the whole time. Like treat it like. I'm going to show this hot person how benevolent and mm. cool I can be even amongst really shit people because they're, they're going to be seeing it as a test to your character that you can put up with their friends. <laughs> Do you think that's what they're thinking? <laughs> hot people, you yeah. think they're aware that they have annoying friends? Yeah, and I reckon they're like, <laughs> if you can chat to my annoying friend, you're cool. I'll, I'll yeah. like, don't be a bitch. Yeah. Maybe it's like there as a test of character. That's psycho. <laughs> if that's what they're doing, that's so funny. But if someone, up. if like there was a, someone who liked me and then I knew I had an annoying friend and they put in time and were like nice to them, I'd be like, oh, that's mm. nice. Am I the annoying friend? Yeah. Shit. I see people putting up with you a lot. Really? Yeah. Far out. And you think you're killing it. I just realise every party I go to, I'm always zipping around following people. <laughs> It's cute when, like, the annoying people find themselves and then they zip around together. Oh, like, it's the it's best. so cute. It's the best. I love, I love seeing, like, a loser thriving at a party. Yeah, every party should have a sub-party within it. Yeah, well, it does. That's just where the losers are. It's like the cousins of people's friends. Yeah, and, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, boy, the new boyfriends and stuff. I've been to so many weddings where, I, um, where my wife knew, like, the bridal groom and I didn't know anyone. Mm. And I always get stuck with these people. Yeah. And I, you, you make the best of it. A cousin. Cousin's boyfriend is a, oh, yeah. is like a speck of dust. Oh, my God. I've spoken to so many cousins' boyfriends for hours <laughs> where I'm like, yeah, cool, you went to Scotland. Yeah, I've been there too. Where'd yeah. you go? I know uh, their whole itinerary. Mm-hmm. I know, like, what they studied at uni. I know everything about them, and then I never see them again. I know, and you're always just hoping they've got a bag of Coke or something. And yeah. sometimes they do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's, and it's great. Sometimes they surprise you. Like, l- annoying people love to have drugs because oh, it's, like, so it's like that annoying magician you knew. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Tell that story. Yeah. This guy, there was a magician who was performing at a bunch of comedy clubs in Sydney and he kept bringing Coke, <laughs> he kept bringing bags of Coke to like, or the club. Or as he called it, friendship dust. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> and he was like, it was a whole weekend, so like three nights of show, and every night he would bring a new bag of coke, and no one would party with oh, him. Everyone's like, yeah, oh, sorry, I've got work in the morning. And comedians are like renowned for we being love it. hoovers. Like yeah. they're just like, yeah, I'll I'll spend hours with someone in yeah, order. Yeah, because we're poor coke. and we want to be high. Yeah, um, but no one would, and so I was the only one who did. And so I just spent three nights in a row, like, doing basically speed and fucking um, laxative with this guy and listening to him talk about how his polyamorous relationship had just broken up. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, fuck, that's crazy, man. That's crazy. Should we get, should we just finish it back? Let's finish it. We may as well finish it. (laughs) Because if we just finish it, then the night's over. (laughs) Yeah. So I guess our advice um, is go hang out with these ugly weirdos. Bring drugs, mm. get fucked up, and, and be a good time around them so that next time you can hook up with a hottie. Yeah. Sorted. And that's kind of all life yeah. is about. Life is just about getting through the hard times mm. for an eventual treat. Yeah. That's so true. Mm. Fuck. Okay, on to our next call. Um, hello. Um, I'm calling from London, England. Uh, I'm Italian. Me and my husband listen to your podcast all the time and we were saying that it sounds like everyone's having a great time in Australia. So we're wondering uh, whether that's true. Like, is everyone having a great time? And also, should we move there? Thank you. Whoa, an international fan. This is so cool. Thank you for listening, guys. So many layers to it as well. You're Italian. You live in London, which is in England. Yes. You're married. You've got a whole life. Yet you listen to a podcast made in Australia. Yeah, by two psychopath freaks. Yeah, who weren't even, we weren't even born properly via vaginal birth. We were made in a dish. We were both anal births. Yeah. Um, they thought our mums had big booties. They didn't. They were no. just pregnant. <laughs> squirting, out, squirting out a couple of podcasters. Um, well, thank you so much for calling and for listening. I mean... It's very... I feel like if you called up a month ago, you would be pretty close to being correct. Our country was um, celebrating... We all thought we'd beaten coronavirus. Yeah. Um, and then now it's kind of all changed again. Yeah. It's all, it's also like no one in any country is always having a great time. Like we've still got homeless people. There's, mm. you know, we have a lot of, there's, we've got all the same issues as every country. That's true. Maybe we should run her through the different types of people. Like we've oh, got, um. In Australia. Yeah. Okay. So. You know, you've got baristas. Baristas, they're. They're all. They all have full sleeve tattoos on both arms. Mm. They have sideburns. They have a little moustache. They wear a fisherman's beanie. Sometimes they play in bands where they're like, "It's very true." Every barista owns a loop pedal. Yeah, and they've um they've always got a little like flume thing going on that yeah. they're working on. Um, who else have we got over here? Um, graphic designers. Graphic designers. Very similar to the barista. Yeah, and and always always clambering for a job. Yeah. Yep. Um, always posting about how their clients still haven't paid them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, I invoiced my client uh, like yeah. a month ago. Still waiting on it to come through. Yeah. yeah no shit. You're inessential. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> Love to say they're a freelancer, but they're just fucking That's like you're in the same boat as us as comedians. We can't complain. We've chosen a career that is creative yeah. and like artsy and the last thing anyone thinks of. I know. They love sharing um, articles where they're like, we contribute this much to the economy. It's like, <laughs> shut up. Um, 
Then who else have you got? You've got um, the beach bum. Oh, the classic Aussie beach bum. I grew up on a coastal town, so did you, Becky. Mm-hmm. Um, we know these guys. We know them like the back of our hands. Yeah, they're very slow moving. Yeah, they're, they're always rubbing their chest. They're drumming on their chest. <laughs> there was a guy. Okay, so my hometown, the one of the most famous people that came out of it is a guy called Mark Richards, who's a famous surfer. Mm. And his son was in my year at school and his son couldn't surf for shit, but had to live the surfy life and always had like, always had like wax on his hands and shoes, but he was always falling off out there. (laughs) And all the other surfers were like, God, he fucking sucks. He's always getting in the way, dropping in on people. That's so funny to have the sunburnt face, but like, (laughs) No reason. To None be. of the talent. Because he was just reading a book on the beach while he waited for his dad. <laughs> yeah. So surfies. Um, who else got, have we got over here? Oh, you've got the um, hipsters, or you've got the kind of um, what would you call them? Alt the alternatives. Um, mm, you know, mm, a lot mm. of them are are studying pottery. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. They are wearing sort of linen shapeless mm-hmm. outfits they thick chunky earrings thick chunky earrings um big doc martin boots yeah middle part um hair down to the ass crack yeah not a lot to say nice no. skin yeah really nice skin they love orange wine uh-huh uh and they love to make food from elderberries and that no one eats yeah <laughs> Do we have um, Italians here? Yes, yes, you better believe we have Italians here. And, and they love Bondi. They love Bondi. Mm. They love um, sticking together and we think that's great because that's uh, that's the only way that a migrant community can, can remain thrive. their culture. Yes. And I, yes, I will admit, uh, I wish I was Italian. I am re-watching The Sopranos at the moment mm-hmm. and every night I say, God, I wish that I lived in a community where all the boys cooked all the time and we all kissed each other on the cheek and hugged, but it was also like there was an undercurrent of violence there. Yeah. And every now and then one of you snaps and kills a stripper. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of what I'm. That's really what you. What want. I'm lacking, and if you moved here, you know, you could maybe in, invite me into that community. Yeah, and like, and don't make decisions based on podcasts, like mm. just in general. Well, I, I mean, I do. I started microdosing after listening to Rogan talk about it. So mm. I started murdering after I listened to my favorite murder because I was like, just it would be so cool if these women would talk about me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. That's our advice, That's our I advice. guess. Thanks for listening. It's yeah. a real thrill. Yeah. I sometimes see that there's listens in Italy and I think, who are they? And now we know that it is you. So yeah. ciao, Bella. And Bello. And Bello, yeah. Uh, all right. Well, that's the end of our wonderful podcast, which is beloved by many and it's slowly becoming a cult favorite, if I can just say that. It's gone international. It's gone international. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, and we just want to do a few plugs. First of all, I've been having really beautiful hot baths every mm. day. I've mm. been reading. I've mm-hmm. been really relaxing in my own filth. Mm-hmm. And so I just wanted to give plugs a plug. As in like the plug that goes in a plug hole? Yeah. Okay. Like they're just so good. They do their job. They seal it off. That's great. You're able to kind of bathe for the amount of time you want and then when you're done you just pull that plug right out and the water does disappear so i just want to say don't forget about plugs 
and the, th- the job that they do tirelessly day in and day out. That's Thanks. really good. Um, I'd like to plug Boomer Shoes. They're a, a brand new cool product that all the hip hop and K-pop guys are wearing and they're, they're funky and they're chunky and they make a crazy <laughs> noise that you gotta hear to believe and some people say it sounds like a man's fart. Yeah, and if you hear one out in the wild, try and get audio of it and send it in and we'll play it on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. It'll be something like... Yeah, something or, like that. Or, It'll sound kind of like that. Like, it'll be all different all the time. Yeah, and sometimes there's an odour, but that's that's just, like, part of it. Yeah, that's, like, life's odours. Like, odours come and odours go, and yeah. you can't control that. So I'd love to plug those shoes, and especially if you're someone that lives in my building or near my building, they are real and they are spectacular. <laughs> and I'm and a pair of mine got stolen. Yes, <laughs> we're very much going to be looking for those, and we will not stop until we find them. <laughs> uh, what else have we got to plug? We have the podcast podcast festival the great australian podcast festival which will be happening in november november six and seven mm-hmm. us and a bunch of other great podcasts get your tickets for that it's going to be really fun yeah there are there will be a ticket link in the show notes um also this is a bit selfish but i've been missing stand-up so i've been putting a few clips up on youtube and instagram at the moment so if you want to follow me on those things watch me do stand up support my art we are in a pandemic and i have creativity overflowing yeah <laughs> also read becky's book they're yes, the other plugs that would be wonderful thank you and now we must go <laughs> okay <laughs> bye bye <laughs>